all salespeople. I'm calling all salespeople. Get prepared for a slim, bald-headed brother with skills. Wearing a tailored suit, polished shoes, and gold watch. Last seen in Atlanta, boarding a plane, on his way to do another training. Sales pros, tighten up. Good morning, sales pros and aspiring sales pros, and welcome to episode 68 of the Sales is Simple podcast. I'm your host, Tamar Jamison, and I want to welcome you to this week's episode. For those of you who are, this is the first time you're listening, I want to welcome you to the Sales is Simple podcast. I really appreciate you taking some time today to listen to some tips on how you can become a better sales professional. I want to thank you for finding the podcast and or someone for referring you to the podcast. When you have a chance to finish listening to the podcast, make sure you go back and listen to some other episodes. Listen to them from the beginning, if you will, or pick and choose based on the title, which one you want to start with. Get some more information on how you can move forward from sales amateurism to sales professionalism. And then once you have a chance to listen to the episode, please take some time to subscribe, rate and review the podcast, leave me some feedback on what you liked, what you didn't like, and what you may want to hear about in the future. For those of you who have been rocking with me since day one, I want to send a special thanks for your continued support because it's for you that I do this week in and week out. I really appreciate the feedback that I get from you guys, the stories on how this has changed your professional career and how you've been able to generate more sales, generate more income based on the information that you receive from this weekly podcast. So getting right into it, guys, today's title is entitled Three Tips for Selling Over the Phone. Most of the interactions that we have been talking about over the past year have been discussing selling face to face. When you have an opportunity to be in front of a customer, to talk to them, to read their body language, to watch their facial expressions, to see all of those nonverbal cues on what they're saying with their face and what they're saying with their mouth. But today's episode, I want to focus on selling over the phone because you don't have an opportunity 100% of the time to actually talk to somebody face to face. There may be times when they send in a lead through your company's website or the manufacturer's website, or they're calling in for a quote, or they want you to reach out to them prior to setting some type of appointment with meeting with them face to face. So you have to be able to sell over the phone. Or some of you may be in an industry where you have to sell completely over the phone. You never meet the customer. Everything is done over the phone. They inquire from you or you reach out to them. The information is, is shared over the telephone. Maybe the payment is made on telephone through e-commerce. And then you consummate the deal. So today we're going to talk about specifically three tips for selling over the telephone. Now, the first tip that I want to give you guys is to pay attention to the area code of the customer that you're calling. Okay. obviously, we're talking about talking on the telephone. So if you're talking to a customer on the telephone, you have their phone number. Okay. even if they call in just about every telephone, whether it's your personal cell phone or your company's desk phone is going to have some type of caller ID on it. So you will be able to tell what phone number the person is calling from. Now, every now and then you'll get an anonymous call, a spam call, or they block their number. But we're talking about the norm of when you are able to see what the customer's area code is, whether they're calling you or you calling them. So what you want to do is ask the customer where that area code is from. Okay, it's a simple question. Just say, oh, I'm not familiar with that area code. 
Where, where's that, where's that originate from? Or, or what's that, where'd you get that area code from? What's your hometown? Something along those lines. And they're going to share that with you. They're either from New York, they're from Chicago, they're from Miami, they're from San Diego, whatever state they've got that area code from, that's what they're going to share with you. Now, it gets even stronger if you happen to have the area code that they have as well. Or maybe you're from the hometown that they're from and you recognize that area code right from the back. Then you can start talking about that conversation a little bit differently instead of asking them, where are they from? You can ask them what part of that state they're from. Okay. Some bigger states obviously have area codes that are separated by different regions of the state. So, you know, if somebody has a certain area code, they're from a certain region. If they have a different area code, they're from another region. And you're able to actually pinpoint what region they're from based on the area code. Give you an example, personal situation from Virginia Beach. So in our area, kind of on the southern eastern part of the state, close to the beach, we have 757 numbers. If you're a little closer to D.C. area, you may have a 703 number. If you're closer to the western part of the state, you may have a 540 number. So those will be able to tell you what part of the state they're from. So that's the first way that you can begin to build that rapport, setting yourself apart because you're starting to have a conversation about where they're from. And then you can just go back to your typical face-to-face, set yourself apart sales interaction and start talking about their hometown while you're on the phone. You'll begin to ask them, you know, how long they've been here in the state that you're in. All right. When did they come down? What made them come and relocate? All of these conversation starters can be happening, which is very vital when I talk about what you need to do in step two. Okay, so the first thing you need to do is build that connection around their area code. Second step that you want to do is make sure that you're eliminating any dead space. And what I mean by that is don't get into a situation when you're on the telephone where you're not talking or they're not talking. Okay, face to face, three seconds may feel like three seconds. When you're on the telephone, three seconds may feel like 30 seconds, okay? When nothing's happening, the customer can't hear you typing, they can't see your screen, they don't know what's happening, it feels like an eternity to them, and it gets uncomfortable. So you can continue that conversation about the area code while you're doing what you're doing on your computer or while you're doing what you're doing in your office, the things that you have to get together and organize while you're actually trying to put the information together for them Use that area code conversation and the things that you have found out when you brought up that area code conversation. Maybe you found out how long they've been here. Maybe they've shared with you they relocated because of a job. Um, They're just getting acclimated to the new city. Um, They miss home. They're going home for the holidays. All those things start to come up during the area code conversation. And you can use that information to fill in the dead space while you're trying to get your computer booted up, while you're trying to get to the screen where you need to make a quote, while you're trying to check inventory, whatever you're trying to do, that's going to take some time. You don't want to put the customer on hold. Definitely don't want to put them on hold. Okay. Nobody wants to hear hold music. You don't want to hear hold music. So your customer doesn't want to hear it either. But you want to eliminate that dead space by continuing the conversation and use that information that you've gathered throughout the connection with the area code to eliminate that dead space, okay? And then the third and final tip is always set up your next phone call, okay? Whether you make the sale or you don't make the sale, you need to know what's going to happen next. And it's very vital over the telephone to understand 
that you need to set the next call up with that client. Whether that's going to be a thank you call when you're all finished and you've got the payment, you've secured the transaction, they're now a customer. You can let them know, hey, I'll give you a shout in a couple days to see how everything's going. Make sure you don't have any questions. Give you some more of my contact information, share some more resources, whatever you need to do in those next couple of days for that thank you follow up call. Go ahead and set that up right now. If they haven't bought, maybe they have some objections. Maybe they have to check with their spouse. Maybe they have some more questions. Maybe you have to send them a quote via email and they have to look it over and, and read it for themselves, share it with their significant other. Then you want to set up the time when you're going to follow up and figure out when you're going to get back in front of that customer on the telephone. Now, whether they buy or whether they don't, and you set up that next phone call, is a strategy to doing that. I've given you a blanket example of what to do to set up that next call, which is to say, I'm going to give you a call in a couple of days, or I'll touch base with you in the next day or so. But you want to dig down deeper than that. I just want to set the stage for you to realize you have to set up that next conversation. But you really need to dig deep and figure out when that conversation is going to occur. So here's what I mean. Let's say that the customer did not buy from you. They have to get the proposal from you. They want to see it in writing. They have some more questions that they want to talk over with their spouse. And they want to get back in touch with you or they need to reconvene at some other time. Okay, you need to take the initiative as the professional and ask them, will you be able to talk to your spouse tonight? More than likely, people are going to say yes. And you have to assume that the conversation that the two of you just had was important enough for them to want to share it with their spouse that evening. So ask them, will you, tonight be enough time for you to talk to your spouse? Will you guys get a chance to talk tonight? And they'll either say, yeah, tonight's going to be fine. We're going to talk about it when she gets home or he gets home. Or they may say, well, they're working out of town for a couple of days. It's going to take me a couple of days to get back in touch with them. I'll reach out to them when they get home. But at that point, you'll know exactly when they're going to talk to their spouse. And so then you set up that next time based on what they told you. So if you say, so tonight you'll be able to talk to your spouse about the information that we shared. Yes, tonight will be fine. When they get home from work, we're going to sit down. We're going to talk about it. Great. Then I'll give you a call tomorrow to discuss what happened with the conversation and see if there was any other questions that he or she may have had. Is this time of the day good for you again tomorrow? Okay. You've already got them on the phone right now. So go ahead and assume that this is a good time of the day to talk to them. Whether it's first thing in the morning, lunchtime, evening, afternoon, it doesn't matter. You've got them on the phone right now. So this may be their window of opportunity to talk on a daily basis. Maybe they take their lunch break around this time. Maybe they uh, take their coffee break. They just take a little break or they have to breathe around this time of the day. But go ahead and assume that this is a good time to talk to them tomorrow. So just simply say, I'll give you a call back tomorrow. Is this a good time tomorrow to give you a call around about this time again? If you set it up like that, you will get yeses. All right. Most likely they'll say, yes, I'm going to talk to my spouse tonight. Yes, it's OK for you to give me a call tomorrow. And yes, tomorrow around this time would be good. OK, now you have set up your next phone call. No different than if they went ahead and bought something from you. You want to let them know, hey, I'm going to give you a shout back in a couple of days just to make sure that you got all the information that I was going to send over to you. Make sure you didn't have any more questions. Make sure any of the resources that I sent, whatever you have to do to get some more information to them, 
You go ahead and let them know I'm going to follow up with you in two days. Is this time of the day good for us to talk? And again, assume that this is the time of the day when they like to have their conversations. Okay, they picked up the phone originally around this time. They may do all their business around this time of day. Okay, so today, guys, I wanted to give you three quick tips on how to sell over the phone. These are not the only things that you need to do over the telephone, but you know that I like to share tips that you can use right now. Go out and make a difference in your sales career. Because if you go over 16, 17, 18 different things that you can do over the telephone, you may not resonate with all of those, but you can take these three tips and maybe you only focus on one. If you're going to focus on one, get proficient at that, okay? Work on these three for the next week. I know the holidays are coming up, and you may be having a short week. You may be off Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday, okay? You may just be off Thursday and Friday. You may just be off Thursday, but you have most likely going to have a shorter week this week. So take the time to get proficient at these three tips. And just as a quick reminder, tip number one is build a connection through the area code. Tip number two Eliminate any dead space. Make sure you keep the conversation going. You talk or keep them talking. And then tip number three, always set up your next phone call and be a professional about it. Set a specific time, not a general time of the day or general part of the week. Okay. So guys, thank you again for listening to the Sales of Simple podcast. Really appreciate sharing this information with you guys every week. Feel free to continue to share the information on how this has been going for you, how you've benefited from it, or what you'd like to see in the future. I know one of the comments that I have been getting and a couple people who have asked me, will I have any more guest speakers on? I'm actually working on that now. Um, I want to keep it in the vein of sales, so I'm very... um, strategic about who I'm thinking about bringing on as a guest speaker um, who can share some information about sales specifically in their industry, but who can keep it kind of um, as a blanket sales opportunity for you guys to get some information from it because there's everybody sells and we've talked about every industry needs sales in order to thrive, but I still want it to be broad enough that If you're in one industry and they're talking about another industry, that you can still get some valuable content out of it. If you feel like you're that person and you want to be a guest on the podcast, feel free to reach out to me. You can leave a comment or you can send some information through my website. The website link will be in the notes. Um, Feel free to do so. And I'll be more than happy to have a conversation to see if we can figure out a way to bring value to both you personally and your company, as well as to the listeners. So guys, that's today's episode, three tips on selling over the phone. Go out there, make some money, get proficient on the telephone, and always remember that the best way for you to get what you want is by giving others what they want.